Welcome to another episode of Little Jeep Big World. I need a better intro, so if you have ideas, let me know. <laughs> this week is a little bit about my adventures in Paris. People often ask me how I can so easily be alone. For a while, I traveled alone in Europe. I like to go to coffee shops alone, um, take walks alone, do things that most people really don't like to. I've been the one eating popcorn solo in a movie theater before. I've taken myself to full sit-down restaurants because, dang it, I wanted those breadsticks and no one else wanted to join. I enjoy runs, and most of the time I'd rather go by myself. I've headed off to Europe, San Francisco, Oregon, and other places alone just because I wanted to go and, well, no one else could come. But I wasn't always that way. I was the 21-year-old that completely feared being alone. I hated that voice in my head when I was alone that was so loud when all the other noise faded away. It spoke clearly. You have no idea who you really are, Geneva. I knew this voice was right. Did I dress this way simply because someone else did? Or is this really what I like to wear? Did I talk this way because it's who I really was or just the latest phrases? What parts of me were actually me and just not the me that so badly wanted that community we crave? I was so desperate that I'd chameleon into whatever I needed just to belong. Then I went to Paris. Paris was the summer of 2014. I memorized the route that I pulled up on the weak airport Wi-Fi that would take me to the girl I was staying with. Left at the train stop, followed the road until you hit the place on the left. Sounded easy enough, right? I walked for 45 minutes until I knew this could not be right. It was getting dark, beginning to rain, and being a tiny, clearly foreign woman with a travel-sized backpack, I stood out like a sore thumb in this tiny town on the edge of Paris. All of the scenes from the movie Taken were flooding through my mind. There was no one to call. There were no maps to kindly reroute me back to the right place. It was just me and, well, that voice. I sat down on my backpack with the rain pouring down on my face and dripping across my eyes as it soaked my hair. I remember when the tears began to stream so heavily and the rain got harder and I could no longer decipher which was tears and which was rain. I didn't even try to stop from getting wet in the rain. I just let it come down so hard. My hands were shaking, my mind was running, and that voice was trying to speak loudly. I don't know what came over me. I put my backpack on and pulled up the bootstrap, so to speak. I had no plan, and I just began walking back as far as I could until I remembered a restaurant that was close to the train stop I left. I came inside and desperately pleaded for anyone who spoke English. A man came out of the back with very broken English. I don't know why, but I just said to him the girl's name over and over again that I was looking for. I must have looked hysterical because the man laughed and just pointed above his head and said, She's right here. I had just so happened to walk back into the restaurant that the girl lived on top of. In case you're interested, he called the girl. She gave him the code to let me in out of the rain. He also very kindly gave me a free meal that night because I'm sure I looked like I needed it. For some reason, this moment sitting in my backpack in a tiny alleyway under pouring rain in the middle of Paris will always be a special place for me. I probably couldn't even find it again if I tried. A place, though, where it all changed. Yes, I was only a little lost and there was no near-death experience, but for some reason, things changed. I began to be able to silence the voice and find the real me. I found I was stronger than I ever believed I could be. I found my own jokes were actually pretty funny and I could laugh at them. Even when you're alone in artsy Parisian towns eating macaroons, I don't even know if that's how you say Parisian, Parisian, whatever, Paris towns, eating macaroons while watching thunderstorms move in in the city. I found I was tough and even though I was directly challenged, I couldn't make it out. I saw I loved to sit in the rain without a care for how wet I was or how many people looked at me strangely. I found the world is not as scary as I made it out to be, and those masks I worked so hard to plaster on weren't needed. It was not under the Eiffel Tower or in beautiful landscape where I figured these things out. It was in the dark, rainy, terrifying alleyway that I found a piece of me. I can visualize this place clearly. 
I can smell the rain. I can see the cobblestone building across the street with its neon light flickering red. I can hear the winding sound of tires whirling up the rain on the road outside the alley. I can remember the feeling inside me that something had changed and Geneva had arrived. When seasons pop in my life where I begin to doubt me and what I can do, I close my eyes and throw myself back into the alley. I find that rain and I breathe it all in again. I think of that voice that used to rule me and laugh at how silence no longer scares me, but reminds me of who I am. After I was lost, then found, I walked the 20 minutes into the Eiffel Tower Park late that night. I strolled slowly at night with no fear. I bought the biggest raspberry gelato from the man in the park and laid in the grass beside hundreds of people from all around the world. Most were couples giggling, friends laughing and sipping wine, or families with small children. But I was completely okay with it just being me. Life can feel messy and not so picture perfect as our Instagram feeds make it look. It can feel like we never make we'll never it can feel like we will never make it out. It can come across as we'll never figure out everything we were meant to be. But I want you to remember that in those dark, foreign, rainy alleyways, we figure out who we really are and everything we made of. It's where our story is made, where we fall in love with what we were made to be, and where we leave behind a pile of those masks we worked so hard to sculpt perfectly to fit on our faces. Be willing to say yes to those places. It won't be the end of your story.